This is Xavier Thomas, and you're listening to Roster Watch. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is a roster watch, and I am Cody Carpenter. You can find me on X at Cody Carpenter. I am live today in Frisco, Texas, staring right now at a beautiful IKEA out my hotel window after I just walked back uh, from the Hyatt, where the interviews took place from about two o'clock to five o'clock. So we got to talk to a handful of players, mostly linemen and, and and dbs today where the interviews a lot of interviews uh wide receivers and stuff of that nature were on friday there'll be some more tomorrow with quarterbacks running backs tight ends and others uh at such but we had practice today practice started about 8 15 this morning and it went on until just about 11 45 noon so we had a good good chunk of practice with the east team and with the west team so we got to see we got we got to put our eyes on a few a few prospects that um, we've been covering here the last couple of weeks at Roster Watch. If you want to read any articles uh, that have been posted, any rookie spotlights uh, from the Trash Man, from myself, from Alex, you can go over to rosterwatch.com. You can check those out right now. Otherwise, you can check out the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel has a multitude of these videos where we just discussed a couple of these guys one-on-one with each other, and you can find that over at uh, Roster Watch on YouTube, where if you are watching tonight, please click that like button. Please click subscribe. If you are listening on podcast, thank you, and please rate the, the podcast five stars. Now let's jump into it. I don't, I don't know if I got ta- I don't know if I got ten thoughts in me tonight. Uh, again, it was uh, just one practice. I didn't get to talk to all of the the players. There's been a lot of media conversations happening, uh, but players, couple of interesting ones. First off, uh, the size up today. Roe Torrance was a guy, is a cornerback. I know I know we're all fantasy-centric. I'm going to talk about some fantasy guys, but you guys stick with me because I want to talk about a couple of these exciting guys. Roe Torrance is a guy uh, that I talked to from Arizona State. He's a cornerback that's about 6'3", 195 pounds. He transferred there from Auburn. Uh, one of the reasons he transferred there, Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards was there. Marvin Lewis was there. He's 6'3", about 195 pounds. He's got insane length. He thinks he's going to run low 4'4". He he models his game after Sauce Gardner. I know a lot of these players take big names and, and they model their games after him and they utilize that. But uh, this is a guy that I think you know he got he got beat once or twice today. But the length is there for a cornerback like Roe Torrance, who's going to be a middle round guy, around four or five in that nature. Another guy on the defensive side of the football is Xavier Thomas. This was a five star prospect coming out of high school, went to Clemson, played on the defensive line with that vaunted defensive defensive line four years ago. He stuck through, plays edge. Plays backer, says you can move him all over. He wants to play it a little bit inside, but mainly he, he, he basically iterated exactly what Micah Parsons is doing right now. He played with Micah Parsons in high school. Xavier Thomas, edge rusher out of Clemson. Xavier's got a he's got a tenacity. He's got an anger. He's got a mental, uh, mental fortitude on his side. And he's a he's a yoked up human being. He's big. And he's jacked to the gills, and he's a guy that wants to play, wants to pass, wants to pass rush. And I think he's going to pass rush when he gets to the NFL. Again, played with Micah Parsons, literally built similar to Micah Parsons, a little bit thicker, throw the lower half. Uh, one more guy 
On the defensive side of the football, did not practice today was Leonard Taylor. Leonard Taylor is in that conversation to have the to be the best or the second best or whatever you want to call it, first, second, third defensive lineman out the board. Interior, uh, you got Jerzon Newton from Illinois, you got Tavondre Sweat from Texas, you got uh, Byron Murphy from Texas. None of those guys are here. Leonard Taylor is here. Leonard Taylor is not practicing, however, but he was doing interviews. He's a great interview. Leonard Taylor is going to ace the interview tests uh, with these NFL teams. He's a great kid uh, and. Really at Miami, he was the um, you know the the energy, the the talent, the the string that has brought that's you know Miami's not backed by any means, but but has brought Miami along the last couple of seasons. Leonard Taylor was a another highly recruited guy coming out of high school, and Taylor uh, was one that I talked to that he takes a lot from a lot of different guys. He takes a lot from from Donald. He he talked about Dominic and Sue, who he learned some things from in the NFL. Soft-spoken guy, but Leonard Taylor is going to be a, a he's going to ace a lot of interviews um, throughout the NFL process. Another guy on the offensive side of the football that we can start talking about. A couple of guys from the East team: um, Mason Pline, uh, tight end from Furman, six seven two sixty. This is a massive human being, 6'7", 260 from Furman. He played at Ferris State a couple years ago, transferred into Furman, had just south of 300 yards, five or six touchdowns this season. Big human, uh, soft hands, smooth hips, just a smooth athlete. And there's a couple of good there's a couple of good tight ends here. I think Hulkner, the kid from Colorado State, has got some upside there. He broke out against Colorado this year. Uh, but Pline, Pline was the one that stuck out to me today. Was He's from Furman. He's got some soft hands. He's got good hips. Massive target, and that's going to continue to help him uh, prolong uh, through this process. A couple names I just wrote down, uh, nothing really uh, attached to it. David White, uh, the wide receiver uh, from Western Carolina. Jaden Sheridan, uh, running back from Monmouth. Jaden Sheridan's about 5'7". I, I heard rumors that he's about 5.074, so about 5.75. Really small running back, good hands. Uh, just natural acceleration at the running back position is Jaden Sheridan. Uh, he's going to be potentially the guy that comes out of this, and he's he's not known. But then he ends up doing something in the NFL. The other guy, of course, at the running back position is Frank Gore Jr. Frank Gore Jr. Um, has some of the some of the the best hands I've seen out of a running back in a minute here through the process. His big his dad his dad was on the field today, Frank Gore Sr. And it was fun to sit there and sit back and and see Frank Gore Sr. with the phone in his hand playing dad, playing media, and he was videoing his son run a route, and he was just smiling. Um, and, and it was cool. And, and also, just talking about running around, Frank Gore Jr., uh, out here running a route, catching a pass, and when he would catch the football, uh, me and Alex talk about this all the time when we're down at the Senior Bowl, but it's like you can hear it almost like a suction cup when he catches the football. And that's what Frank Gore Jr. sounded like today. And, and I went back and I looked while I was sitting there at Frank Gore Sr.'s statistics his first six seasons in the NFL, five of his first six seasons, the first year he didn't play as much, but season two through six, seasons two through six, Frank Gore Sr. had north of 60 targets each of those five seasons. After that, of course, it waned down, but that was his entire time in San Francisco. So it is something that it kind of translates a little bit, but Gore Jr. is not as big of a brute, not as – uh, full throat the shoulders as senior is. And I know now it's different because I'm looking at Frank Gore senior, 250 pounds, probably what he is right now, versus junior who's about a buck 90, buck 95. But Franco Jr. is going to be a really good running back in this process uh, that you can't just look at his name. You can't just utilize his name. It's the same with Brendan Rice, the kid from USC that's going to be at the senior bowl next week. You can't just look at that name and be like, oh, it's Jerry's son. 
no, this is a different player, different prospect, different style of play, and I think that's going to help him. Uh, Isaac Guarnado, running back from Louisville, strong rusher, strong rusher, uh, north and south, uh, heavy lean. Uh, I like his acceleration. He's got a heavy lean, but he's a one-cut guy. He's a nice running back out of Louisville uh, that I was – a. You know, not the, the biggest fan of, but this running back grouping on the East team was just was just nice. It was we talked about Jaden Sheridan here a second ago. Uh, Guarnado was fine. Uh, Deshaun Fenwick is just a large human. Fenwick is about six two, two twenty five. He's just a big bruiser of a running back. I think there's going to be multiple opportunities for him at the next level. And honestly, potentially my favorite, uh, who just had a, a good all-purpose day, catching the ball, running the ball. Every time I looked up, it was the gold helmet. And the gold helmet was Tyron Tracy, uh, a guy I haven't really studied coming into the Shrine Bowl. But Tyron Tracy had a good day uh, today at the Shrine Bowl, day one practice. And uh, Honestly, I just I like that group of running backs, the, the four guys that are on the East team. So uh, that was cool. At the wide receiver position uh, on the East team, first and foremost, Anthony Gold. Anthony Gold, I tweeted this out. He was the first player that took the field today, and he was asking for the jugs machine. He's like, where's the jugs machine at? They, they actually had like a power – power situation so there was no jugs but he was the first guy on the field asking for the jugs machine to get turned on so that's always a, of, of course like one thing that i always note whether it's a pro day senior bowl combine whatever it is shrine bowl who's the first player on the field that's what i want to know i want to know who the first player in the field is yes a couple years ago it was jalen tolbert but tolbert's a guy that's building and grinding through the process these are grinders these guys that want to be out there want to be working want to be learning um other receivers uh, on that East team, Isaiah Williams, the guy that came in super high on. If you've been watching any of the shows on roster watch, also click that subscribe button. We need to get that number bumped up a little bit higher. Um, Isaiah Williams has been probably my favorite coming in. Isaiah Williams, eh, he's fine. Doing a lot of punt return, doing all the kick return. He looked good at receiver. Didn't win as many routes as I'd love to have seen, but he was fine today. The other one, though, Casey Washington, the other Illinois wide receiver, had a good day. Uh, but the one that nobody could nobody could cover, nobody could cover Drake Stoops today. He he continually created four or five yards of separation on shallow routes uh, where he would get DBs completely turned around. He'd have a DB on their butt. They'd fall over. He he made every catch. Uh, Drake Stoops is going to be a tough one to beat. Drake Stoops is going to be uh, a guy you're going to look up and you you know everyone thinks Drake Stoops you know Bob Stoops, Mark Stoops at Oklahoma and stuff, but Drake is his own thing. Drake. Uh, I was texting with uh, with Byron today about it, and he said so. Basically, like a supercharged Cole Beasley, and I, yeah, kind of like a supercharged Cole Beasley. His route running is supreme. Uh, he doesn't. I don't think he's as thick throughout the bottom half as Cole Beasley is, but um, I think Stoops is going to be a guy that translates well to the NFL just on that route running alone. Uh, Tavian Robinson from Kentucky did not practice today at the wide receiver position either. Um, I think that was everybody that I had noted at the wide receiver. Uh, Tejon, Tejon Palmer was out there. David White mentioned him already. Uh, Cornelius Johnson had a good day. He had a long catch down the sideline. Uh, Cornelius Johnson from Michigan, of course. Let's go over to the West team here. The West team was the second team out of practice. The size up for these guys, uh, Miles Murphy. Miles Murphy's uh, lesser talked about defensive tackle from North Carolina. A very nice body for a three-tech. Um, he's going to be a guy that translates well. He did lose a couple of one-on-ones today, but I like the format that they ran these one-on-ones on the offensive and defensive line. Uh, they didn't just go one up. It wasn't just one rep. It was you know, one rep, and then they ran it back with the second rep. And oftentimes, if you saw an offensive lineman get smoked, 
that defense, the, the offensive lineman on the second rep was able to hold his own for the majority on, the, on that second rep. Uh, also, vice versa. You know, if an offensive lineman won, that defensive lineman wanted to wanted to get back, and they had that. So I, I really enjoyed watching that. A couple other ones: Bub Means, uh, Pittsburgh wide receiver, getting a little stuffed up in here. Um, Bub Means, Pittsburgh wide receiver. I think he's about six one, about two fifteen. He's all of two fifteen. He looks like a two twenty five pounder out there. Um, kind of reminded me, honestly. This is not like a positive, I guess, but uh, of a. Uh, Connor Hayward, the 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 H back tight end from the Steelers right now. He's in Michigan State. He was down at the Senior Bowl a couple years ago, and Connor Hayward I think was two thirty six. Bub Means is, is filled out in the bottom half. Uh, didn't really see him utilized, I guess, out of the backfield in practice today. But he's just a bigger set uh, wide receiver, and he 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 looks like he's got the body to do it. The other one on that West team, Taj Washington. Talk about uncoverable. Uh, like Drake Stoops, Taj Washington, he might not have created the separation internally that Drake Stoops did, but Taj Washington was a guy that consistently downfield. Uh, he did make a one-handed catch down the right sideline while he was getting held on the shoulder pad. He also made one late uh, at the end of practice in like a one-on-one situation. He went up above a cornerback that was bigger than him. We also saw multiple opportunities on crossing routes where he would catch a football, stop on a dime, catch a football on a comeback, hit the spin move, Jump over here, hit another spin move. He's a guy that I say first team all rubber ligaments. When I've talked about Tyreek Hill before, it's the rubber ligaments, right? You watch him play, and you're trying to say, what is it different about Tyreek? It's the rubber ligaments. His knees don't his knees don't snap. His knees don't like they just bend in uh, in ordinary uh, directions. So uh, Taj Washington's a guy also in the size up. I went down there and you know we were able to walk around the field, which is something we can't do at the Senior Bowl. I wish we could. Uh, walk around the field. I like to just walk around there, do the size up. You know, you know when they're warming up, they're doing uh, indie. Walk around the field, and then when they do the team stuff, I go up and sit in the stands. But uh, when they're doing that, walking around, seeing these guys, feeling them out, seeing how big they are. Taj Washington looked at like a puny guy, not puny at all. He's 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 filled out that he's not filled out, but his hips through his legs, through his his quads and his hamstrings. There's girth there. It's not just stringy. And the lower half, he's got calves. He's got some muscles there. I, I really like what I saw of Taj Washington. I think there's positivity going forward there as well. Um, Ladea Trek Tulu, Lida Trek, Ladea Trek Tulu Griffin from Mississippi State. Uh, did a show with Trashman a couple weeks ago talking about him. He's a guy that he's got some hands. He's got some hands. That's for damn sure. Uh, also looking like he might be one of the faster guys in the class. If you had to write it down right now, low four threes, probably going to be one of the fastest, if not the fastest wide receiver uh, at the NFL combine. So that's about a month away. So keep your eyes on that one, write that one down when the odds drop on uh, FanDuel, DraftKings, wherever. A couple of the notes on linemen and such. Logan Lee was a guy that caught my eye from Iowa. Haven't seen him at all. He's got great motor, got great speed, technique, kind of undersized, but he's he's an Iowa kid, right? He's a brute. He's he's just going to go out there and hammer it to the gills. Uh, 89 on the West team, the tight end. Uh, had these guys, it was like 89, 87, 85. 89 was the Kansas kid, Mason Fairchild, another big guy, 6'5", 6'6", 240, 250, filled out. Uh, they kept targeting him over the middle quite a bit. 87 uh, was Zach Hines from South Dakota State. So that's the third guy in line now uh, at South Dakota State. 
was Dallas Goddard, then it was Tucker Craft, then it was Zach Hines. I actually got to ask him about that. You know, I said, you spend time with Tucker Craft in there. You were a year after Goddard left. What's it like being there? What's it like going through that process? What's it like having them over your shoulder and, and conversing with them? And he said it was nice playing with Tucker Craft, but he doesn't actually watch as much Craft because he was with him so much. He watches a ton of Dallas Goddard, and he, you know, that's the easy comment. Everyone's going to say, well, he wants to go to – that's the guy – I don't know. I don't know if I would agree with that. I, I think that um, – I think Hines is his own guy, but I think Hines is a solid tight end. Again, he's not going to get drafted as high as Kraft or Goddard, um, but I think he's an interesting tight end as well. The other tight end in that group was Isaac Rex. Uh, I would have him third in line on that one. Um, Jackson and Jaden uh, Yonke, sorry, Yonke from South Dakota State. Just a ton of South Dakota State kids on this team as well. Zach Hines, the tight end, the Yonke brothers, the the, the, the twins from South Dakota State, Jaden and Jackson, um, the offensive lineman, Garrett Greenfield, Mason McCormick. So five guys uh, on the South Dakota State squad are on the West team down there at the Shrine Bowl as well. And I think the Yankee Bros, the, the Yankee Bros are good. They're both 6'2", 205, very nice athletes. Uh, I see them extending a lot. They didn't. They, there was a couple balls and opportunities that were just not given to them. There was a couple balls that were missed throws um, to both of these guys. Um, so I'd like to see them bounce back tomorrow. We'll get more opportunities. That would be nice to see. Um, the running back room, though, on that West team uh, was basically just Frank Gore Jr. Uh, Carson Steele from UCLA is an interesting. He's a big body guy, nice build. Um, but I'm not sure how he kind of translates to the NFL at this point. I'll be interested to see uh, how the rest of the process un- unfolds for him, how practice goes tomorrow. Um, but that was a good, it was a good day. It was a good day to learn. Um, quarterback grouping, kind of eerily similar to that uh, the 2020, what was it, 2023, 2023 Senior Bowl. Caden Slovis is the best quarterback here. Ke- Alex, shout out. Sorry. Keaton Slovis is the best quarterback here. I mean, there's a couple guys. Um, Tawalia Tagovailoa, I'd like to see the measurements with him side-by-side with Bryce Young. He looks very, again, walking on the field. Being able to walk down there is a whole different ballgame because you really get a feel for some of these guys. Um, Tawalia Tagovailoa, I hope I'm saying that all around. I always never said Tagovailoa right, but uh, Tawalia looks like he's identical to Bryce Young. And funny enough, Tully actually went to Bama for one year before he transferred to Maryland. Uh, the rest is history for him there. Uh, Jason Bean was also there from Kansas. Uh, the other corner quarterbacks uh, was Keaton Slovis, like I said before. And I see, actually saw JT Daniels on the sideline. He wasn't practicing, but he was talking to uh, Jordan Palmer, who was actually out there as well. But Keaton Slovis, clear cut today. Um, I would like to see him press the ball a little more downfield. There was some opportunities. Someone with Taj Washington talking about Taj Washington, man. Uh, there's an opportunity there for Keaton to, to unleash uh, during seven on sevens, but I think they 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 tell him not to press so much, not to make that big play. But that that play was there for Taj Washington downfield. Would love to see uh, Keaton Slovis make that throw next time. Um, let's see here. What else was there? Um, the other cornerbacks, Jack Palmer from Louisville was there. Uh, Devin Leary from Kentucky. They were they were fine today. Nothing great. But, again, Keaton Slovis, probably the best player at the quarterback position at the Shrine Bowl today. Um, but, yeah, that was it. That was it. That was the takeaways. Uh, Miles Murphy from North Carolina, big defensive lineman that, that I enjoyed to watch. Xavier Thomas, the edge rusher from Clemson. Uh, Taj Washington, um, the defensive lineman from Iowa. Logan Lee, another one that I had a big takeaway from. 
McCormick, the Mason McCormick, the, the center from uh, the offensive lineman from South Dakota State had a good day. Um, let's see here. I had one other one that I had written down, kind of my, my, my favorites from the day. Pline. Pline has to be the favorite from the day at the tight end position on offense. And then Roe Torrance, the cornerback, didn't have a great day. He's one I want to see bounce back tomorrow. But I appreciate you guys all tapping in here tonight. Trashman arrives shortly. Byron will be in town tomorrow hopefully we get all three of us on the camera we'll see what we can do set something up over there at the other hotel but it's going to be a good day of practice on sunday day number two and then monday i'm going to be heading out to mobile to meet up with our main man alex dunlap and we will be live on tuesday and wednesday doing a senior bowl day one and day two recap but until then i appreciate you guys click that like button click subscribe we'll be back tomorrow with some more from the shrine bowl be sure to follow everything roster watch on social media on youtube on x on uh, tiktok instagram whatever you name it we're there i'll see you guys tomorrow you can find me anywhere at Cody Carpentier. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you. Roster Watch out. <laughs>